Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested Best Pasta Shape Bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough. And remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with, with the, the most votes win. Hey, pals. Just a quick heads up that Al and our special guest Ryan had some audio difficulties during the synopsis portion of our episode. There might be a couple points where you hear a slightly different sound quality to some of their audio, but... You still get Al, you still get Ryan, and it's still a great episode. So enjoy. So Marty, have you thought any more about going to the party? I mean, everyone's going to be there. Even your mom. My mom? You're lying. My mom hates Halloween. Oh, I think my dad got her into the spirit. He's not really my dad, actually. He's more of a science experiment, but he's got her into a really ugly mask. It's a scream. You know, this is not the way to talk me into a date. This is more than a date. This is our future together. I'm in control of my own future. And it doesn't include you. Bye, 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 bye. And I don't want to be the reason why you love no more. Bye, bye. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Hey, Ryan. Hi. Welcome to D-Commentary. Thank you. Welcome to you. Welcome to our listeners. And welcome to our special guest, Ryan. Ah, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, introduce yourself. Hi. I'm known as Ryan. I... Well, where to start? I was born in Arlington Heights okay. at Northwest Community. Ryan Hospital. is my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number one, my identity is Al's roommate. <laughs> but no, that's what I'm sort of why I'm short of here today. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're here so for, glad to yeah, have you. We are so happy to have you. Thank one, you. for two reasons. One, you're my roommate. Two, you are obsessed with this movie and this series so much to talk about the halloween (laughs) cinematic universe (laughs) yeah there's truly no one else that could have joined us today for this episode and val what are we watching today did you already say it no i didn't i didn't tell us tell us tell us the reason why ryan is here today is because we are talking about halloween town 2 calabar's revenge Yes, Halloween Town 2, obviously the sequel to Halloween Town. Halloween Town 2 came out on October 12th, 2001. This was directed by Mary Lambert, who did not, from what I could tell, direct any other DCOMs. She mostly has directed a cross-section of music videos and horror movies. Okay, I think this fits right in that. I know, I I was like, 
this is that. This is where that lives. So. The intersection of those two. Yeah, for sure. So that made sense to me, for sure. Um, it was written by John Cooksey and Allie Marie Matheson, who both had identical resumes. <gasps> I um, wish that would be us. <laughs> yeah, you do. Maybe it could be one day. She could keep up with my resume. <laughs> Get ready um, for a lot of this. No, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. Um, the most notable thing on their resume was they wrote a bunch of Rugrats episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. I've yeah. watched that. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Raise your hand if you were emotionally scarred from the episode where Chucky eats a watermelon seed. Yeah. I will never forget that episode. Also, the Horrifying. episode that is like a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life where he uh-huh. isn't born and he gets to see the world without him. It's yeah. very scary. Um, anyway, cast is as follows. Kimberly J. Brown reprised her role as Marnie Piper. Yes, give her applause. Their last name is it. Piper? Yes. That's what it said on... on uh, Marnie Piper Cromwell? Oh, well, the dad was it. Yeah, because uh, her mom's uh, name is Cromwell. Okay, that. Was a normie. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's not her last name. And she's Cromwell, and it's right. a, it's marriage right. into right. the right. Yeah. human. Because women don't have their own names. Correct. Yes. Um, she Val is... Erickson. <laughs> Never, ever. <laughs> but I mean, Agnew is just my dad's name. <gasps> women. We don't have our own names. Anyway, Mar- you'll know Kimberly J. Brown, obviously, from Halloween Town. Um, also, she was in <laughs> she was in Quince. Um, and I looked a little closer at her resume, uh, and she's been in a lot of soap operas. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, mostly what she's been doing post-childhood stardom. Okay. Um, her grandma, Aggie, is played by none other than uh, Debbie Reynolds. Uh, mm. Mm. What a queen. She was the best. She is most known for singing in the rain. She was also in The Unsinkable Molly Brown, among many other films in that era. She was she had her own show, The Debbie Reynolds Show. Um, She voiced a character on Rugrats, actually. Uh, Yeah. Grandma Lulu. Nice. Lulu Pickles. And she was more recently known as was it Grace's mom on Will and Grace? She's definitely on Will and Grace. I'm pretty sure she plays Grace's mom on Will and Grace. Nice. Yeah. And I mean, she's been in lots and lots of other things, but those are some some notables. Most notably Halloween Town. Absolutely. I mean, it is pretty cool if you think about it. Like, you know, she's obviously known to to generations for different things. Right. And like our generation, she is Aggie Cromwell. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she's not necessarily from Singing in the Rain or whatever she was known for, for our parents or our parents' parents. Pretty neat. Spooky. Judith Hogue played Gwen Piper, Marnie's mom and Aggie's daughter. Um, Val, before you keep going, every day I start to dress more and more like that woman. (laughs) Redhead wearing denim. (gasps) I mean, it's back in style. Yeah. That fashion is back in style. Yeah. And I mean, she's she's a beautiful woman. So (sighs) thank you so much, Val. Okay, Judith was in lots and lots of things, but some notables. She played April in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, She was in the movie Armageddon. She was in the show Big Love, Nashville, and The Magicians more recently. Oh, cool. Yeah. Joey Zimmerman played Dylan Piper, Marnie's brother, um, and he doesn't really act. Okay. 
Yeah, he stopped acting. That's all right. Ryan has an, a vendetta against Dylan. Yeah, I'm not. He's got Uh-oh. some Dylan stand. Yeah. Oh, Billy. Oh, boy. Can't wait to hear about that one. <laughs> um, Emily Roski. Yeah, we'll go with that. Played Sophie Piper. Yeah, the youngest Cromwell or Piper, I guess. She doesn't act either. She is on TikTok, though. Shame. She is on TikTok. She's on TikTok. She but she hasn't acted, I think, since like, I don't know, the mid 2000s or something. Before she, times. Yeah. Philip Van Dyke reprised his role as Luke. And uh, he doesn't really act either. He he I didn't realize this last time we talked about when we talked about Halloween Town, but he was one of the main characters in Hey Arnold. Oh, a lot of voice actors in this cast. But he stopped acting completely in 2003. So okay. wonder what happened. Yeah. Hope you're doing yeah. OK, buddy. Yeah. Daniel Koontz played Cal. He is Kimberly J. Brown's like real life partner. Yeah. Um, and they met on the set um they didn't did they date when they were kids or they didn't date until later i think they didn't start dating until they were like adults but i could be wrong about that but what a love story what a love story the halloween town romance yeah really like hits different yeah it's different when you (laughs) know that they have they have canoodled in real life future right what a weird thing who knew they'd be making this isn't just a movie right (laughs) yeah 20 years later they're Doing TikTok trends. Yeah. And he hasn't really acted much either. He didn't have much of a resume to nothing of note. Peter Wingfield played Alex. I'm not sure. <clears throat> He's the, I, the Cal's dad. Oh, the oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. He had a, like a long resume, but it was all like British shows that I've never heard of. <gasps> nice. We love the mm-hmm. UK. Mm-hmm. Wait, I watch wait, a lot of what? British shows. And I had not heard of any of them. So mm. I don't know. I don't know what, what, how we're missing each other there. Yeah. Blue Mankuma played Gort. Gort. Um, Gort. The delightful Gort. He is perhaps, unsur- <laughs> perhaps unsurprisingly uh, from his performance, he is mostly a voice actor. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. A lot of voice work. He's fun. Yeah. Richard Side played Benny, the skeleton taxi driver. Mm-hmm. And he's an improviser from Canada. No way. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. and. <laughs> zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Red ball. Thank you. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, Jessica Lewis played Cindy, who is the friend of Marnie's who dressed like a vampire and momentarily. Well, actually, I won't say the other part because mm-hmm. that's a spoiler. Oh. Uh, Cindy, the only reason I bring up Cindy is much like, uh, what was her name? Alessia Rulin. Yeah, Alessia Rulin from previous movies. Cindy has one of the longer resumes in the cast, or not Cindy, Jessica has one of the longer uh, resumes. So she was on Melrose Place, Grace Point, Gotham was a big one, and she is now on The Resident. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. What's her name again? Jessica Lucas. Nice. I think I know who she is on The Resident because I see those. Uh, trailers. I don't watch it. I see the trailers because I watch the show either before or after it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The synopsis is as follows. An angry warlock has stolen a magic spell book and plans to turn everyone into whatever costume they're wearing at midnight on Halloween. It's a race against time to get the book back and save the humans from permanent horror. What? (laughs) That is so like, um, 
that's like cow the, focus. Yeah. And that's like the most meta version of what happens. Like, it's yeah. It doesn't include anything sort of the about protag. the fact that. Yeah. Like or that he's getting revenge on like the Cromwell's. It's no- literally in the title synopsis writer. <laughs> revenge. Right. <laughs> I don't know. That was a weird synopsis. Yeah. We had a really good one last time and now. this Yeah, one we sucks. did have a good one last time. Oh, well. Okay. Oh, I wanted to shout out Poof Point Taj Maori, who's now in that new bowling TV show on like NBC. There's a bowling TV show? Yeah. Okay. And he's in Great. it. Great. Taj, we're happy for you. Yeah. Shout out Taj Maori. Your well, DCOMs weren't great, but your career has been. Good. Good. He deserves it. You do. He did not deserve the Poof Point or he did not. Team. No. Um, okay. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit, a, a brief bit about your uh, relationship with this movie and with the Halloween Town uh, expanded universe. Well, yeah, the cinematic universe of Halloween Town takes up <laughs> huge space in my life. We're talking magic is really very simple. All you have to do is believe and let yourself have it. We're talking Halloween is cool. Um, Kimberly J. Brown, I tweeted that she should have won an Oscar. I didn't tag her. She responded to me, thanking me. We've tweeted multiple times at each other. So I have a deep connection with this cast. Watch Halloween Town at least three times a year. Who doesn't? I think it's just, it's a huge, (laughs) it's a deep, a deeply influential film. And when I talk about the Halloween cinematic, Halloween Town cinematic universe, let me be crystal clear that I'm only talking about one and two because three, uh, uh-uh. uh, any without my girl Kimberly J. Brown is not a Halloween Town movie. Period. <laughs> so anyway, I I just nothing gets me in the spear quite like a viewing of Debbie and KJB and their little hijinks. Ryan, I have a question for you. You grew up watching Halloween Town like three times a year. Mm-hmm. How many times a year did you watch Halloween Town 2? You know, it wasn't a required viewing. It never has been, but it ha- it has like, as a child, it would be like on. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch it. And mm-hmm. now every year I've pivoted to include both of them as okay. part of the Okay, well, because Ryan does own the DVD set, the set. of both oh, of them. Who, who among us doesn't, you know? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a DVD set. That's amazing. Get, get it. If you don't know it, get it. <laughs> Are there special features? Um, Probably. Oh, that's something that I should really dig into. Yeah. Or, or put my little vampire teeth in. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> blood. <laughs> well, did you notice, Ryan, anything new on this viewing? It's the treat that keeps on treating. <laughs> the trick that keeps on tricking. Every I always forget that his name is Gort. I think that's amazing. Why? <laughs> it's a great name. Two, I'm I'm always like re-shocked at like some of the plot holes, which I say that with completely only endearment in my heart. Um, and just the, the, the capital A acting of it all. It's just beautiful. Debbie Reynolds is actually, it's like 
you're putting her in Shakespeare. Like she is acting the hell out of that role. Like in a really amazing, beautiful <laughs> way. Like not overacting. It's like she's Lady Ma- I, Lady Scottish play. I shouldn't say that. Um, because she is In like, a workplace. You boom, can't say that. Meryl. Yeah. She's like, we're talking Sophie's Choice Meryl. Debbie Reynolds in Halloween <laughs> <laughs> to Calabar's wow. Revenge. Wow. Al, do you want to follow that with your first impressions? Thanks, Val. Uh, I also, if you're not hearing me laugh on the side as much, it's because Ryan and I are sitting next to each other. Um, <laughs> and so I'm trying not to ruin any audio. I am stifling a lot of groans. <laughs> <laughs> um, if this is your first time listening to me and Ryan interact with one another, uh, I hope you enjoy it. Buckle uh, up. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, thanks, Val. Um, my my first impressions were I don't remember the last time I've seen Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, or I remember watching the beginning of it a couple years ago. I don't know if we finished it. Because it's on Disney Plus now, it is more accessible, even though for the last five years I have had it on DVD. I guess I've just never watched it. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie a five and a half out of ten. Okay. What? It's, I'm walking on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Ryan's gone. Ryan Patrick Wenzel, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call your mother. Disrespect in this space. I wasn't sure if he actually left. It's better than some decoms we've seen. It's still very hokey. Yeah. Um, I think parts were fun. I found myself having a hard time focusing. And what we've seen the last couple decoms, I think plays a role again here of the same thing just keeps happening over and over. And we see the same thing like three times. Hmm. I kind of felt that here too. Fair. I don't have an emotional attachment to this cinematic universe like some people here today, <laughs> um, but I do love that score. Great score. Val, what were your first impressions? <laughs> oh, thanks, Al. I liked this. I remember watching it as a, you know, 15 year old or whatever, because I was like roughly the same age as or no, I would have been. Yeah, I would have been like 14, 15 years old when this came out. Okay, And I I remember it like I appreciated that it was like teenagers kind of acting like grownups because I always felt like I was a grown up when I was that age trapped in a Val size body. Yeah. So like this kid who's like avenging his father, like he's 35 and then, you know, Marty having to kind of step up because Aggie gets sidelined pretty quickly in the, in the movie. I liked that. I thought that, I don't know. It was fun. Like I didn't, there was never a moment during the movie where I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore or like I'm bored or anything like that. I freaking love Debbie Reynolds. She was just, having a freaking ball. I couldn't get over how physical she was, you know, because I don't know how old she was at this point. She had to be at least like 60, 65. And she was like rolling around on the floor and like dancing and like jumping up off the floor and then getting back. Like, I couldn't believe how like, I mean, I know she's a dancer by trade, but like it was just wild to watch her like move around. Yeah, she was lovely and having a blast. The one thing that annoyed me is that the mom and the brother 
basically just lose everything they learned in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Dylan, like Dylan, Gwenny, one note. Yeah, the whole and and it's a disservice to that those actors, especially the mom, who is a good actor, and they gave mm-hmm. her like nothing to do. Like they gave her the same exact thing to do in this movie to be a wet blanket, basically. And it's a shame because she and Dylan grew a lot in that first movie. And it would have been nice to have seen them kind of like, you know, they can still have some of the same hangups, but like be a little bit farther along in their journey. Yeah. And to to cut you off, I'm sorry, something but along the same note of it's two years later and mom and daughter kind of like fix their problems. But then we find out that they didn't like there's just such that like plot hole, like Brian was saying earlier of like the two of them of like. What? Like you've yeah. lived together for two years and you haven't figured your crap out. I don't know. Well, and also you can you could put it the other way where it's like that is they, they weren't they didn't center it around that. Right. The, the, the thing that changed about the dynamic was that Debbie Reynolds moved in. Right. Mm -hmm. And like that can cause a lot of tension in Mm -hmm. a household. Right. And so like I know they were trying to probably make that be sort of like it's not so much that Gwen hasn't changed. It's that she's like triggered all the time by Aggie constantly doing magic and like, you know, outing them like all the time Mm -hmm. in front of people. But then say like be a little bit more explicit about that than like just having her literally repeat the same things like I hate magic. I hate Halloween. Okay, why are you hosting Halloween party then? Right. Like what <laughs> I don't understand Dummy. if you hate this so much, don't have people over. Yeah. So that was like the one thing that kind of bothered me. But I thought like <laughs> I I loved the mo- this. I, this is like later in the movie. I don't know if this I'm going to try and be as vague as possible to avoid spoilers. There is a moment where time travel is a part of this movie. And <laughs> I literally <laughs> I tweeted this morning that this could and should be a part of the multiverse of madness because it felt so like weirdly akin to a lot of the like discussion around time travel and discussion around magic and science and where those two things converge, which is why I'm wearing my science is the real magic shirt right now. Um, uh, The way that the Marvel Cinematic Universe talks about it. And it cracked me up that like this movie like did that before like any of that happened. I don't know. It just made me giggle. Um, okay. Ryan, did you have any specific quotes or moments that stood out to you? Oh, you bet. Any reference to the, the, the internet were (laughs) incredible. I'll go my least favorite to my most favorite. My, I mean, so at the end where she's like, so this worldwide web I've heard about, does it involve spiders? And Marnie's (laughs) like, grandma, I think maybe it's time we start your training. I loved that interaction. Yep. But my favorite is when she's like threatening, Marnie is threatening Dylan Mm -hmm. and says, just do it or I'll spam your diary all over the net. I love that. And that that. worked. He was scared. Oh, yeah. Well, because she told him she, I almost used that dialogue as the cold open Mm -hmm. where she's like, and then she tells him she knows his password and it's iron buns. Iron buns. Incredible. (laughs) Um, Another one. Can you believe that they used Ryan's same password? What a weird No one's trying to get into my phone tonight. (laughs) Then I love that the entire concept of Trappa is incredible to me. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) 
And then four, <laughs> and my final one is when Marnie says, you better stop breaking in on my spells, Cal. It's against the code of Merlin. I loved that part. <laughs> the way she said it. She's such a fun face actor. Yes. Oh. She's like, against the code of Merlin. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Al. Thanks, Val. Um, <laughs> I loved. Okay, Cal. We know is a bad guy. Like you just know that I'm talking about it so far. Mm-hmm. So he's a bad guy, and he says, "Meeting you was everything I hoped it would be," and I loved that line. <laughs> he was a smooth operator. Smooth talker. Um, I think Dylan said this, but he said, we should have a stranger there for all of our family discussions, <laughs> uh, which is a silent nod to therapy. Um, I liked the, the do a Dylan or I'll spam your diary all over the net. And Dylan says to Sophie bed and Sophie goes, don't make me laugh. <laughs> I love Sophie. She's the um, best. He goes, come right in. I have several books. <laughs> and I liked that. And he goes, then this is Gort. Gort says, what are you doing in my house? And I just thought that was a really good Shrek reference. Oh, Gort sure. also, also said the words One Direction. I did pick up on that. Thank <laughs> you. This is what happens when you're roommates with me for five years. Um, and actually, that was my, my last one. That was my favorite moment when Gort said One Direction. <laughs> Perfect. Val, what were some of your favorite quotes and moments? Um, at one point towards the beginning, someone said, nothing's worth getting if you can get it just by wishing. <gasps> Whoa, I missed that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that was Gwenny. Wait, yeah, let me write that of, down. One of the family. I feel like that's actually a very common theme in a lot of decoms, like where it's like things are more valuable or worth more if you work for them rather mm-hmm. than just like getting them easy. Capitalism. Um, there's a point at this Halloween party. So Aggie's using her magic bag from the first movie and she's Mm. giving prizes and gifts out to the kids at the party. And at one point her bag starts malfunctioning and there's no more gifts. And the kid who didn't get a gift just goes, just my luck. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this six year old boy. Just my luck. It was very nothing worse. Worth wishing is worth (laughs) getting. getting. Right, right. Um, at one point, Aggie says, that man would lose his head if his wife didn't pack it in his lunchbox. (laughs) That'd be me Um, if I had a husband. (laughs) I also wrote the spam your diary all over the net line. That's the best line. We've decided that's the best line in the movie. It's absolutely the best line. (laughs) I'm not going. Someone's got to water the plants when they take you all away. (laughs) Dylan says that. That's a good line. Another deep one. Don't let your hate decide for you now. Mm -hmm. I also wrote the World Wide Web line. And that is Mm -hmm. that is all. And I guess my favorite moment is like. Probably the time the time travel piece. It just made me. I forgot about that part and was shocked that that comes into play. Yeah, I totally forgot about it, too. I remembered like the gray spell and I remembered Mm -hmm. Cal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I did, I like had absolutely zero recollection of the entire hijinks of the time traveling. 
Yeah. Uh, anything else anyone wants to bring up before we head on down to Spoiler City? I don't think so. Okay. All right, everyone. We are, our tops have been magic trapped off. And <laughs> trappa, we are. Trappa, 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 trappa. Trapping all over in this yeah. place. So we are completely nude. Um, headed on the bus, headed through the portal, headed on a broom to Spoiler City, colon, Halloween Town 2, colon, Calabar's Revenge. Uh, now, whenever we have a guest, we I do the honors of allowing the guest to take my place and see if they can do better than me. <laughs> and yet no one has because I'm incredible. So Ryan Wenzel is here today to see if he can outshine me. He has four pages, four of, pages notes, of notes. So wrap in get on your brooms we're going to halloween town so i'm gonna say first and foremost anytime i'm roasting this movie i'm doing it with nothing but love in my heart nothing but anytime love. i roast this movie it's because i gave it a five and a half out of ten and i think something that we need to know at the start is we're straddling two universes right we're in the mortal world and the halloween town world so we're popping in and out there are weaving storylines so we're jumping from place to place character to character so we start okay we start the whole movie just recapping what sort of happened yeah why last time in halloween town it's like watch the movie it was probably a double feature on disney channel just you know pop pop a seat an hour early and then you'll get the whole background but anyway they talk about how they defeated calabar an evil warlock who had a thing for their mother which was like a weird thing that I was like, did that need to be brought up? But anyway, then we're done with the recap. They open up and they reveal that, or maybe it was part of the recap, but Aggie left. I think this is the biggest, like the first big question is Aggie left Halloween town, huh? The place that she was so deeply passionate about and lived in the mortal world for two years. I find that hard to believe just me knowing who Aggie is in her heart and how much Halloween town means to her. I think that's like a plot point that I'm like, huh, fun. that's funky to me. Um, My interpretation of that is that she's a grandma first and a witch second. Oh, that's kind of beautiful. Just like I'm a <laughs> um, like Halloween town aficionado first and a human being second. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly like that. Yeah. Um, so then it does open on Marty, Marty, Marnie sort of <laughs> chatting on her computer, which is the first of many references of the internet that they're trying to weave into the Halloween universe, Halloween town universe. To These had to all have been written in 2000 after the world didn't end. And they're like, oh, we got we yeah. to get right. This oh, up. the internet's a thing. This is for the long haul. Oh. <laughs> and she's sort of chatting with with a computer and on a system that's called ghoul chat, which I think is incredible. And she's like, mom and mom and grandma are fighting again. And, and then we find out, of course, Gwen and Aggie, as we've talked about, are back up each other's asses about the same <laughs> old shit. Uh, I hate Halloween. I want my kids to be normal. They're Cromwells. They need to be Cromwells. So um, anyway, they also... Um, is at this time, Eggie is sort of seeing Halloween Town through her portal, and we're introduced to 
icon, legend, the movement, the movement, Gort, who <laughs> is sort of the person who, when everything is lost in both worlds, the mortal and the non-mortal world, it ends up at Gort's. So that's an important plot point that we need to keep in our, in our little noggins moving mm-hmm. forward. And then Sophie, our magic, like she's, if, if there was someone with the strongest magic in that family, it's Sophie, a thousand percent. And she's like, something's coming. It's like West Side Story, something's coming. She's like, something's coming. And we in, we're introduced to someone who Marnie first refers to as the bomb. Like yeah, she's I like, don't... oh, the bomb dropped and it's Cal and his dad, which yeah, I was, was like, weird. that's weird. And immediately within three minutes of the movie, Cal is stirring the pot. Mm. immediately mm-hmm. he's so cute though he's like mm-hmm. oh your your grandma and your mom don't get a lot like he's like going through all that stuff yep. mm-hmm. um you know they they he's flirty she's flirty she takes her, him up to her grandma's bedroom to show it off sort of weird <laughs> um you want to see my grandma's bedroom yeah. <laughs> i mean to <laughs> aggie's credit to marnie's credit very cool space. I would mm-hmm. love to exist in that space. Mm-hmm. And what happens? He's like, let me see that spell book. And Marnie's going up against it. She's like, no, you can't. You can't see my grandma's spell book. And he's like, okay. And Marnie's like, okay, well, let's go. She leaves the room first. Insane. So anyway, he ends up shrinking the spell book without saying a spell. The spell book shrinks. He puts it in his pocket. He bags it. He starts to GTFO. Meanwhile, Aggie's downstairs. She's like, where's my magic? The bag. We talked about it. Nothing's coming out of the bag. She, like, they know she knows something wrong. Sophie knows something's wrong. Marnie's still in love land, you know, putzing around, uh, all infatuated with Cal. Oh, and <laughs> four pages of notes. <laughs> We're introduced to the concept of headphones, which are just the phones, the skulls that are phones. And then my favorite part is Cal's theme song that like whenever he's revealed, it's like this, this like strings and he like comes out of nowhere. Anyway, Aggie and Marnie are like, let's go back to Halloween town. The bus stop. Not there. Is gone. Gone. It's poof. Disappeared. Also plot point number two that I'm like, what is going on? That this high school dance is like the, they refer to it as like, this is where the mortal world stops. Like at this specific suburban high school dance. It's very hocus pocus. Very hocus pocus. Of like a dance and Mm -hmm. all hell breaks. Like what's going on in France? Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So they get to Halloween Town, ultimately, Aggie and uh, Marnie. And they realize the gray spell has taken over a part. Um, and what does that mean? It means that all of the beings, all of the things within Halloween town become a, I think the quote was like a caricature of what they think all humans are. So like boring, dull, like Al, um, when actually. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) That was so cold. Holy shit. This is, see, I'm glad you said that because now people can see how you treat me. I'm so mean. 
I'm mean. I'm yeah. a meanie. Well, bunny. everyone, this is news to you. This is our last week living together. <laughs> I'm actually moving Don't out move next out. Wednesday, and that is not a lie. Are you this guys is, breaking up right now? We're right getting now. divorced. Ryan's keeping the kids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well. Much like Gwen did when her <laughs> husband died. That was an amazing segue. <laughs> oh so then Eggie and Eggie and Marnie are in Halloween town. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? Gray spell. Everything's gray. They're like scared. I'm scared. Everybody in the community is like, we're boring. They're out. They're elf putzing around. Um, so then we get the iconic line where they they try to call the family through the skull phone. And she's like, you you have to tell mom, like, blah, 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 Dylan. And he's like, no, mom needs to get, get some ass. Maybe that's, if, if that's that part. He's like, mom deserves a man, like, is what he, like, ends up saying at one point. Um, anyway. But she's like, oh, do it or I'll spam your diary all over the net. Again, <laughs> favorite thing. <laughs> Second, little Sophieism. She knows that Cal stole the spell book like that. No questions asked. Marnie's still, boop, boop, boop. I wonder what happened. Like, put it, put two and two together. The whole movie, she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if she's like playing coy because she's, you know, she still has a thing for Cal the whole time or if she's just like, Kind of dumb. He's so charming. He um, is. Oh. He put a spell on her. Oh. I put a spell on Okay. Her. And then, oh, this is and another. Now we are. My, my, my. This is another favorite line of mine in a disgusting way because it's a disgusting line. When Cal then morphs himself into the concrete block that has taken over the pumpkin, he says, he did the spell. Just the way it was written in Aggie's spell book, you naughty girl, is what he says to Martin. <laughs> and he goes, you naughty girl. And I was, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Um, so, but he doesn't say it. He's like, you naughty girl. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Very like guttural. <laughs> okay. So then, but Cal and... Marnie are basically just ping-ponging back and forth. It's revealed that Cal is the son of Calabar, who screwed things over in, in movie one. And it's revealed that uh, he's, he's like, trying to close the portal and make all the humans Halloween Town <clears throat> ugly creatures. Um, mm-hmm. Then he just sort of disappears back into the concrete block. They get to Aggie's house, which, question mark, is not gray. Why is Aggie's house outside? outside not yeah, the exterior. Yeah. I think the, my take on, I know I was a little confused by that too. My take on it was like the spell hadn't spread all the way yet. Like it had started in the yeah. center of town and it was but sort then of like her inside out. is gray. Anyway, the, the whole like what is gray, what's not is like a question. Like why was yeah. Aggie turning gray before? Not what, hey, I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, <laughs> she, so she's like, I have a, I have another copy of my spell book. We just have to find it and say the spell in reverse to reverse the spell, which is incredible to me of like, just if like Avada Kedavra backwards, you just have to say that and you're undead or you unkill someone. Anyway, mm-hmm. oh. not the same wizarding world. <laughs> 
can you write that down and figure out what it is backwards <laughs> yeah. and get back to me? Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> um, so then they're, they have this montage of looking for the second spell book. They're like, it's not here. Luke. Oh, Luke. Marnie's side piece in the Halloween Town universe <laughs> is like around. Mm-hmm. Forgot to mention that. But he's like just assisting mm-hmm. them, I guess. And he turns ugly again. Okay, he was gray. Well, he, well, was, he was gray, always. and like the oh right the right. hunky the hunky version of Luke. Yeah, when she first got there, mm-hmm. which was the boring, dull gray spell took over, and he's hunky. And then he became that like gremlin. Nah, I don't. I shouldn't cast judgment on someone's physical appearance. He's a sort goblin, of like a warlock. Right? That's his species. Goblin. Yeah, he's a warlock. I think so. There, which oh. no, he's a goblin. Oh. Cal's yeah. a warlock. No, I'm here. So they asked the question <laughs> they of like, literally why is he ugly again? Not they don't say that, but like they don't try to figure it out. They're just like weird, huh? Well, c- yeah, yeah, because he just like all of a sudden is fine right. again. Like it's like poof, yeah, and then he's um. So they're like, let's go to Gort because all lost things go to Gort, and that's where the spell book that's lost might be. Um. Meanwhile, they're like trying to download. Dylan and the family on like all the shit going down in Halloween Town. So then cut to them at Gort's. He says he might have sold the book in a yard sale, which is an amazing sort of plot point. Um, well, Gort yes, is great. That is so we true. Mention. At this point, he is boring. He's the Al version of himself. Um. <laughs> Um, watching the dissolution of your relationship with live this is how i'm treated all the time (laughs) and i'm moving out moving Moving out (laughs) to the left to the left everything you want in a box to the left in the closet that's my stuff yes if i bought it please don't touch don't touch um so anyway what's his nuts is healed and aggie starts the gray spells, Aggie. She's like, oh my God, I'm turning gray. Uh, and then Cal comes back. He just keeps like popping up and being like, I've been spying this whole time. I knew you'd be looking for the spell book here. And then this is when the whole, he's like still trying to convince Marnie, like be on the dark side. It's very like Star Wars-y. So then Aggie, she's like turning gray. She's like, oh my God, I'm, uh, I'm she's you like, keep backing me. away from the oh, microphone, sorry. Ryan. She's like becoming gray. She's like, oh, I'm acting. Um, and <laughs> she, <the> and she's, <laughs> she's like, oh, I remember this creature spell that was banned during the dark, t- during the dark times, which I think there's a prequel that we need to investigate Ooh. of like what happened during the dark times. Yeah. Um, but she's basically like, it turns the humans into the creatures that they were mocking. Okay. Okay. So if I was seventh grade, if this happened seventh grade Halloween, I would have become Beetlejuice at midnight. (laughs) If this was fourth grade Halloween, I would have been Harry Potter. If this was three-year-old Halloween, I would have been Winnie the Pooh. If this was my 21-year-old Halloween, I would have been Winnie the Pooh. If it was my 24-year-old Halloween, I would have been Winnie the Pooh. So... Oh, bother. Um, so anyway, meanwhile, Sophie's like looking through this book and she's like, frog, 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 creature. And she realizes that the Cal's dad, 
who is introduced and like trying to hook it with Gwen. Hook it? Yeah. <laughs> hook it. Yeah. It's, it's okay, boomer. Um, and, <laughs> and um, she's like, he was dressed as a frog. And Dylan was like, oh my God, I think he turned into a frog. So then they realize he's this creature that's a frog that just basically. A golem? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Golem. Also yeah. infused. Shout out to my dad. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like, okay, this dude that mom's seeing is just like a little pawn in Cal's little world. So who figures that out? Say it with me. One, two, three. Sophie. Sophie. It took me this. It took me this long to write it down. But uh, Avada Kedavra backwards is Arvadic Adava. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> kind of sounds similar. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then. Aggie's like trying to say the spell backwards to undo it, which to me is like, LOL. Cause like, that's amazing to me. <laughs> and Marnie's like, we need to get out of here. Let's time travel. Let's yeah. like go back in time. This is their first dabbling with time travel. Yeah. Again, very prisoner of Azkaban of them. Um, Who did it first though? It was probably right around the same time. Mm-hmm. I actually don't remember. Oh yeah, that's true. So Aggie is... So Aggie becomes whole ass boring, as I wrote down, and she can't do the time spell with Marnie. So Marnie's like, and at the, this is the point where I wrote in capital letters, Debbie Reynolds is acting <laughs> like she is like incredible. And I don't like there's a difference between KJB acting and there and like Debbie Reynolds act like Debbie Reynolds is like, act like given the moment exactly what it needs. Um <laughs> Um, a lot of stock work in this scene yes I hope that she um, (laughs) like what did went method for this Mm. role is that what Daniel Day-Lewis does I don't know what's Lady Gaga does what's the acting where you become like Jim Carrey yeah it's it's Daniel Day-Lewis yeah it's it's method what did I say you said that you said Daniel oh I was agreeing with you oh okay I was like, yes, you're correct. That's it. Okay, no, I thought that I would have said his name wrong. And that's no, why. Okay. No, you said it right. Him, like Christian Bale is like that. Like there's a whole bunch of actors who like take it way too far. Yeah. Well, so at this point, Marnie is like, let's do the time travel spell by herself. She's shit at it. She, she, it's like she's reading. It's like she's reading a. Well, she is kind of reading Latin, but she's like, oh, da, da, da. like, have some confidence, like, or fake it till you make it. <laughs> um, but anyway, they have this little montage of her going back to the cavemen, back to like different times. And she's just she can't get it on the nose of where mm-hmm. she wants to be. She does a spell again. They get back to Gort's and they realize that Cal stole the book or bought the book from Gort 50 years ago. So now they have mm-hmm. like, OK, somewhere to point to. Meanwhile. Sophie is dressing Dylan up in a culturally insensitive costume. And she's like, we're going to, we're going to the, the party, the Halloween party to stop this, to tell mom. So that's like, what's going on there. So then Luke asks the question again of like, how am I normal now? And she's like, oh my God, maybe I said something in reverse. Or he's like, maybe you said something in reverse. So then they started remembering the exact words that she used hours before which when he was also under a spell right so how would he even right. like remember so one yeah. of them was a trap 
oh, a, a trap, this trap, a spell. And then he was like, trap, trap, a spell. That's a part, trap, a. And then she's like, oh my God, trap, a, trap, a, trap, a, trap, a. She's pointing at everything, trap, a. Her and Gork go back and forth. She's trapping to hell and back. And uh, trap, a, trap, a, trap, a. That's like what gets people out of the gray spell, to be clear, to be crystal clear about what that does. And Luke literally figures it out. Marnie doesn't figure like anything out. Right. No. Yeah. So Marnie and Luke are like sort of lost in the time travel of it all. And they're like, we need to get back to modern times. We need to get back to 2000, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, Sophie creates a fly at the high school gym, proves that Cal's dad is a frog. Not a frog. frog, The frog creature a golem golem um and that's when dylan utters the words that were always in like the teaser trailer of the halloween town when they would have it at halloween town 2 when they would have it on disney channel of that's not normal and they would always (laughs) have that um (laughs) and then he always goes does anyone know where does anybody know where we can find a swamp after they like (laughs) and i'm like get out um (laughs) Okay. Powers? What powers? Powers? What powers? <laughs> oh, I love that line. So Gwen is like, shit, I was wrong. She's like frantically ca- trying to call Marnie through the headphone uh-huh. to, to like, uh, and then Gort. So, so that's what's happening at the high school gym. Gwen's like, I need to figure this out. Like, welcome to the plot. Um, and so <laughs> then Gort pulls his timeline out, which is like, uh, which tells them what year it is in the mortal world. The other thing that stood out to me about this moment, a 16 year old girl seems to understand the physics of time yes. travel. She couldn't figure out anything else. Trappa. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's literally figured out nothing this entire movie. And somehow she understands how time travel right. works. What? Anyway, sorry, proceed. No, so then she musters up her bo- her her broom, which then begs the question, what's the purpose of Benny for them? Benny the cab driver. Why don't they just <laughs> poof their brooms? My and then one of my favorite parts of the movie, they're going through the portal and it's like they're driving through this endless tunnel. And the tunnel is just my I love this part because when they need to get to a year, it's just floating text in the air that says <laughs> like a pick, pick art. Yeah. Or like what, what was it? Art. Word art. Flying yeah. your broom until yeah. the text says the year, the word art says yeah. the year, which I thought was really beautiful. Uh, Cal is like, I'm going to do the monster spell. Okay. And he gets the mask, mask back attached to Gwen, the ugly mask. And he's like, I'm going to turn everybody in this gym. And what we have to assume is the world and the creature. And the creature like the Halloween people in creature. France. Like, also what are the implications in Brazil? What are the implications <laughs> yeah. in Taiwan? Like, is everybody going through this? And the epicenter is this, like, Columbus, Ohio, like, <laughs> suburban. I forgot <laughs> that this takes place in Columbus, Ohio. It doesn't. It doesn't. But, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> so then he goes he does his little spell which he also like fumbles through it um and he turns all of them 
number one, Gwen is terrifying. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. all the other ones are like a slightly elevated version of their mask. She is a full out creature. She looks like the uh, creature from Don't Look Under the Bed. Yeah. They probably. Yeah. But even scarier. Yeah. She's like green. Green. Yeah. It definitely gave those vibes. I wonder if that was Mm -hmm. actually her or if that was like a special effects like actor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was spooky. And she's like, <sighs> like, and everybody else yeah. is screaming. Why is this, why does Sophie not turn into a cowgirl? And know. why does Dylan not turn into um, whatever he was? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I think from what I could tell from what they were showing, the people who weren't like overtly dressed as yeah. like a monster mm. didn't change because right. they weren't making fun of monsters right oh okay um so but all the people, people who in were, france are fine because of the time change oh, I then they're probably yeah, I not dressed oh, up as, as monsters because it's not it's november 1st right, right. And, and yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah so it is very geographically we set in columbus set, ohio yeah. <laughs> within somewhere between the pacific and eastern time zones Mm. We know it's in this hemisphere. We do. And, mm-hmm. and, and that is as far as yeah. cows. I think it's funny that the mortal mortal world time is just like one time. Like yeah. the oh, mortal right. world, it's counting down to midnight. midnight right. Okay, right, right. well, Australia thinks a little <laughs> right. different there. Right. Can you just get a portal to like, yeah, like for like Pacific time? Yeah. Like a few hours earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, it's okay. We just got to think not hard, not too hard about it. Right. I did skip over the fact that Aggie does come back. So Aggie like comes back, right? It, maybe it's yeah. Madison. Yeah. She undoes the gray. She traps oh, yeah, her. She traps her, and then mm-hmm. they're all trying to get. Oh. oh. They get to <laughs> Halloween Town in the present was that, day. Is that a good impression? That was yeah. really good. All right. Oh. All right. Sorry, Ryan. Continue. No. So then. Eggie and Marnie are like, we got to open the portal. Get back. Everyone in the gym is screaming. They're like trying to open. They can't open the portal. It's closed. It's Well, they open it. Marnie runs to the opening, which she could very easily fit through (laughs) and just watch as it close. It's it's a very uh, Titanic door moment. Like two people could have fit through that, fit on that door. Marnie could have fit through this door. Yes, she could. Um, So then Marnie's like, shit. Like, oh, my God, we have to do something. My favorite thing is Aggie's like, well, we did all we can. And she's like, <laughs> we're going to go about living <laughs> our lives. For, yeah. And Marnie's like, right. no, we can't. So then she calls Sophie through the skull phone. And she's like, we're all going to do this. The power of the crowd together. We're going to open the portal. Here are the words that they utter. We call on the dreams of creature and mortal to heal the wound of world's divide. From now on, we each can create a portal and each of us our own path decide. My favorite part that is happening during all of this is the portal starts to form. Chaos is over. Like everybody was formerly screaming in the gym. Now everybody's standing in a very polite circle around. Like all the <laughs> monsters have like dropped their monster energy and are just like, <laughs> like vacant, numb expressions looking at the portal. Yeah. No one is scared anymore. Like the humans are just like, mm-hmm watching all of the exposition happen like before marnie (laughs) sets them free they're all just like chill 
Um, <laughs> so Cal and Marnie have an exchange of like, well, this is mm-hmm. like, this is it. Like when Dumbledore or Dumbledore, Voldemort, and I'm going back to a lot of Harry Potter, but yeah, you're when Voldemort and Harry like grab each other's arms and then they throw oh, themselves yeah, up. Oh yeah, where he's they, like, come with yeah, me. It was yeah, very Tom like Kind of sexy though. Yeah. <sighs> it also felt, it gave me like WWE energy. Yes. Like how they talk about their rivalry yeah. before they actually fight. Yes. Like, I don't know. It felt very like heel and what's the face? Face, face. yeah. So Marnie's yeah. trying to Do you to know get, what she's talking about? Yeah. I used to be big into WWE. No, you did not. Yes, I swear to God. Isn't that crazy? When? I used to play like the SmackDown video games. Very off-brand for me. <laughs> that is so off-brand for it, you. When I was like 11 to 13. I was like, oh, WWE. well, we didn't become friends till 14, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, What happened? Oh, Marnie simply gets the books back. It's like she does her spell and well, the books come back to her. Out of Calabar. Cal, so, Cal's Cal's hands. Cal has the books. So Cal like puts them yes. forward and he's got like evil magic yes. coming out, like, like kind of protecting branch. them. And she just like makes herself glow with like positive energy and just can like break through his force field. And my favorite thing that happens as a result of that, Cal disintegrates into air. (laughs) Just like the the, the books are taken, he disintegrates Mm. in the air. No one Mm -hmm. leaves a lot open like to be explored (laughs) in future movies. Which we don't acknowledge, right, right? What? Oh, we don't acknowledge. That's why I mean in future movies, because three doesn't exist. Um, so then all the creatures are standing around. Allie reads the spell, ba- or Aggie reads the spell backwards in an, I wrote, in an incredible way. Because it, she's just like, oh, because they, the way that she. They literally just reversed her audio. Listen to it again. But did they really just reverse her audio? <gasps> Listen to it. It sounds exactly like if you play a record backwards. Wow. But anyway, that's pretty much the close of the movie. They're like, okay, now we can go back and forth to Halloween town whenever we want. Yeah. Uh, Aggie says she's going to move back to Halloween town. Mom is happy that they're not living together anymore. They trap the shit out of the place. Everybody's back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get yeah, a trap, but exactly. you get a good reference, Val. Good job, Ryan. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. Ryan has, uh, this is why Ryan is on the Halloween Town 2 and not Halloween Town 1. This is a really meaningful, (laughs) uh, really tough topic for Ryan to talk about. So, Ryan, I'm going to give you the floor again. I made a tweet thread about this because it's that important to me. (laughs) In the credits of Halloween Town 1, it lists the actor's name and says, As Calabar. Can anybody tell me how Calabar is spelled? C-A-L-A-B-A-R. Thank you. When you look at the title for Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, how is Calabar spelled? K-A-L-A-B-A-R. To me, this implies the existence of two Calabars. And I'm not talking about son (laughs) and dad. I'm talking about two versions (laughs) of dad Calabar who were revenging. There's Calabar with a C, and then there's Calabar with a K. Not the same Calabar. So is this a multiverse thing? Thank you. That that is the only (laughs) way that, like, and 
maybe, you know, time moves in different spaces. I just don't under, who are we talking about? It's uh, Calabar, <laughs> even if you were to say the justification of Calabar with a, with a K is Calabar Jr. Why? You, you wouldn't, wouldn't spell it different. You wouldn't even because in the subtitles it's C. Yes, it continues it's to be So how many yeah. Calabars are there? How many, like, who, which one are we talking about? <laughs> who are we re- taking, re- is, is the same, cal- thank God actually that they have that intro at the beginning because they're able to say it's this calabar we're talking about not the calabar that's in the title <laughs> so where's the calabar in the title <laughs> where is where is that calabar where is calabar with a k are there a bunch of cromwells right. that are spelled with a k somewhere running around uh, uh, uh. let's not get into that and <laughs> no, let's that get into so bingo <laughs> all right that's welcome so welcome to bingo everyone <laughs> So, Ryan, since you're, I guess you go ahead and start in the top left corner. One hit wonder song. Val, you're going to tell us yes or no? Yes. Yes. So there is a song in the credits. Which was so down. fun. Yep. It is. Do, 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 Not do, that do. one. No, there's an actual oh. song. Witches Brew by David Casper. Ooh. So it came up on Shazam, but it is not available on Spotify. Oh. So unfortunately, I could not add it to our playlist. <clears throat> That's okay, but it is a one-hit wonder. Yep. Breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera. I didn't Doesn't she it. kind of at the beginning when she's like typing at the computer? Oh, yeah. I'm marking it. Hmm. Holiday themed. Oh, you bet your yeah, baby. sweet ass. We haven't had this one in a while. Mm-mm. Clunky metaphor. The spider web. Oh, like, well, <laughs> we can take a, it as a literal a metaphor. Like a, <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, that's I mean, that's that counts. That, the best metaphors are the ones that are literal things. Yeah. Also, like the whole thing of like turning into monsters versus like turning into humans. And like, it's always like the caricature of what they thought it was. And right. Blah, blah, blah. It's There's like, yeah. oh, if you oh, get to so know true. us, we're actually not that bad. Right. But I would say humans are pretty bad. It's all about say it with me. Racism. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, parents who just don't get it. Gwen. Yeah. Again. Again. She just is so one dimensional in these movies. Yeah. Such a bummer. Yeah. Uh, cool non-parent adult. Aggie baby. Aggie. And Gort. 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 Everybody. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Yes. Debbie In a big way. Singing in the rain. Mm -hmm. Singing in the rain. Mm -hmm. Competition to resolve a central problem. No, No, not here. A montage sequence. The first thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're like looking around the house for the book, they kind Mm -hmm. of like montaged Mm -hmm. fast forward. It was like a sped, uh, yeah, fast forward montage. Mm -hmm. Those are fun. Yeah. They did one of those in Quince, too. They love to do yes. that. They love KGB doing that. Has Quince already mm-hmm. happened? Yes. Yeah. Yep. You'd know if you listen to the podcast. Next box. <laughs> Cliche villains. Uh, yeah, the son. The son of the man who died? 
Oh, yeah, that's a cliche. The avenging sure. son. Yes, for sure. And he's just he is very cliche. I think he's wearing like a leather, like knee length trench coat yeah. the entire and time. And he says, you naughty girl. Yeah, you <laughs> naughty girl. That's insane to me. I'll be a naughty girl. I'm going all the girls. I'm going to take the bomb now. Clothes or items you owned. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Right? No. He didn't know to pay attention to it. I had a skull phone. <laughs> no, you did not. Shut. <laughs> Shut it. Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. Ryan, do you know what the score is already? Don't say it if you do. I don't. I don't know what it okay. is. I'm going okay. to guess a f- 56. Okay. I'm going to go 49. You're both wrong, and we don't get the square. It was 62. Heck yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Good. So we don't get the square um, because it did not fall in between 40 and 60, and Ryan was off by one. If he had gotten, uh, if he had said 57, he would have gotten the point. Happily ever after. Yeah, I mean, Yeah. yeah. They get everything they want. Yep. Almost kissing. I mean, they had some chemistry going on in the beginning. There was some chemistry. Mom was like, I'm trying to almost go kiss this man at the Halloween party. That's true. Yeah, what that frog tongue do? Frog tongue Oh, my God. I'm so sorry I said that out loud. (laughs) No. Um, I'm on the fence, but if you want to count. Right? You're the guest today. Do you want to mark it? I would say no. Okay, we're not marking it. There was never a moment. Like this, some people wait a lifetime for that one special kiss. Oh, I can't believe it doesn't happen to Marnie. Some people wait a lifetime. For someone who became famous. A lot of character actors and KJB like got okay. Yeah, she's like an influencer, yeah. which we've counted before. We have. So I say yes. And um, Cindy, her friend. Is like Jessica, a very whatever. good character actor. Yeah. 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 Oh, betraying of one's real friends or values. No. 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 Your childhood crush. Uh, Cal? Yeah, I mean, I don't explicitly remember crushing on him, but he was definitely cute. Cal, I remember, I think I did have a little crush on Dylan when I was a kid. Yeah, he was cute when he was a kid. kid. Obviously bad special effects were sucked. Oh, wow. Absolutely. It started when Cal's face just started popping up in the middle of (laughs) random places. Also, the timeline is just like a clip art animation. Yeah, any any broom work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah broom work. Yeah. Um, okay, Eric Von Detten, Kirsten Storms, Ryan Merman, Kimberly J. Brown, any Lawrence bro. So definitely, yeah. Right. I'm sorry, Ryan Merman, right? Merman. Merman. Did I say Merman? <laughs> and how did you say yeah. the second one, Ryan? Kirsten Storms. Kirsten Storms. Thank you. That's, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shout out to T- Trent Dozier. <laughs> I love yep. Xenon. It's great. Yeah. The sequel, the sequel is one of my favorite decoms we've seen. Yeah. It's awesome. Sequel's so good. I think those are like mm-hmm. number two for me under Halloween Town. Nice. The Xenon Cinematic Universe. Solid choice. 
with mm-hmm. a, the amount of magic between those two movies, they have to exist in the same timeline. Yeah. They 100%. How yeah. many years in there space has to- is it in Halloween Town? Oh. That is a, that's a, that's a question that is for an interesting uh, question. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Also, you know how there's like a Pixar theory where like yes. everything in Pixar is in the same universe? D-coms. Let's make a decop theory. <laughs> I'm going to let you tackle that one, Val. That is, that is out of, I am incapable of thinking that hard. Okay. I'll support you though. I'll sit next to you while you do it. <laughs> okay, great. Let's okay. do it. Let's map that great. out. <laughs> uh, musical number. Uh, I think they cut no. off the musical number in the gym before. Like they don't have like a I'll put a spell on you. No, moment. they don't. So, yeah. No. As always, would be a better movie with a musical number. Of course. Of course. Magic. Uh, oh, it's really very simple. So, so much yeah. magic and science magic and regular magic, good magic, evil magic. Every kind of magic you could think of, it's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're just very magic heavy yep. today. Someone says the title of the movie. No. Not the whole thing. No, they don't. No one says Halloween Town 2. No one says Calabar's Revenge. Yeah, I don't think we can count it. No. Scooby Dude. Yep. Yes. Just two youths on a timeline. Uh, the heroes create the problem. Well, they create the problem oh. in that they kill Calabar. They kill Calabar and she lets him into Aggie's yeah. room. Uh, but he did our. Well, oh, yeah. Because yeah, they could have solved the That's problem. That's also true. Oh, yeah. that was the thing, too, of like he already had the second spell book the whole time. But he was just trying to but keep them trying, from being yeah. able to. Yeah. Which they could have yeah. easily done had they had yeah, the spell book sure. that he stole. Definitely created the problem yeah. on multiple levels. And finally, lead is a fish out of water. I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't think so. And not like a time. small way of like her really not knowing how to do anything, but not enough for it to be like actually mm-hmm. out of water. No. All right, Val. Halloween Town 2 bingo. <gasps> Woo! I love when they match. <laughs> Yay. We had our our top row, which we haven't had in a while. Uh, one hit wonder song, Breaking oh. the Fourth Wall, Looking into the Camera, Holiday Themed, Clunky Metaphor, and Parents Who Just Don't Get It. And then draw a line diagonally from Parents Who Just Don't Get It, Montage Sequence, Happily Ever After, Your Childhood Crush, and Magic. Nice. Seven. All right. We're going to keep moving right along. And uh, I created a game for Val and Ryan here. And uh, I have to move my little notebook so Ryan can't cheat. All right. This game is called Spooky Snoopy or Spoopy. Spooky (laughs) Snoopy or Spoopy. This is a battle between uh, Val and Rye. Oh, my God. There are one, two, oh three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions here. Uh, and I'm going to read you um, a word, and you have to dis- decide or say whether it's spooky, something spooky, uh, mm-hmm. Snoopy, something that Snoopy wore in the Peanuts, okay. or Spoopy, which is both. Whoa. Okay. Got it. Spooky, Snoopy, and Spoopy. Now, to ring in, Mm -hmm. uh, Val, your word is going to be Marnie, 
Okay. And Ryan, your word is going to be Calabar. You get to choose whether it's with a C or a K. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So our first one of spooky, snoopy, or spoopy is a bat. Calabar. Ryan? Uh, spooky. That is correct. I feel so good. <laughs> I'm going to lose this game because I'm not fast enough. All right. Spooky, snoopy, or spoopy. Pilot. Calabar. Snoopy. Doesn't even wait for the okay. Maybe I should give it to Val. Ryan, you're wait, correct. Wait okay? No, oh. not anymore. <clears throat> Vampire. Calabar. Val's not even trying. Uh, no, I just uh, can't. I'm so bad at stuff like this. Like I would I'm never go on Jeopardy. Going to say spooky. That is incorrect. Val, do you have another answer? Spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'll pick up the the. The extra extra point. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. A writer. Calabar Snoopy. That is correct. Um, goblin. Uh, uh, Calabar. Spoopy. Incorrect, Val. Oh. Spooky. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Witch. Spooky. Uh, uh no, wait. Marty. No, that's, uh, Val. Spoopy. That is correct. Darn it. Oh. <laughs> this is how Val wins. <laughs> Astronaut. Calabar. Snoopy. That is correct. <laughs> Dead body. Uh, Calabar. <laughs> Spooky. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Snoopy was a dead body. Can you imagine? <laughs> Spoopy. He died in 1968. <laughs> Last one, last one. Santa. Calabar. Snoopy. That's correct. Yay. All right. Ryan has one, two, three, four, five, six points to Val's three points. Ryan wins. Spooky Snoopy. That was so fun. (laughs) That was really fun. Thanks for playing. Um, Wow. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We're so glad what you came. What a sweet time with two of my BFFs. Oh, love you, Al. Love you. <laughs> you have something you want to say. You miss me real You're, bad. Are you right missing now. me really bad? <laughs> um, get excited because we have gone another circle around the sun, and next episode we are doing a Christmas movie. <gasps> Was the night. Wow. Yay! <laughs> it's my favorite time of year, yeah. and it's here, so let's celebrate it. Um, Ryan, where can people find you on the interwebs? My Instagram handle is Ryan's, R-Y-A-N-S, Ryanstagram, R-Y-N-S-T-A. G-R-A-M. And you can get all of the hot content on that site. I always post about all of my incredible shows um, on my stories. Where else can they find you, Ryan? On a TikTok, a little ticky-tocky curated by the one and only Gray Spell Al Ring. She, <laughs> she has a TikTok called My Roommate Ryan, where I am oh. featured. 
even though Ryan will no longer be my roommate in one week. So by the time you're all listening to this, Ryan and I will have not been roommates. So we'll be exes. I'm not going to change the name. Yeah, I think that's fine. I decided I'm not going to change the name of the TikTok because I think you you will forever be my roommate. No. Say it like really loud and emotional though. Like if you're (laughs) Debbie Reynolds delivering that volume. No. Bye, Val. Bye, Al. Bye, Ryan. You have to say it into audio. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. D Commentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.